Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plots. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by these people I make show up every week, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Wunkel. He has incriminating photos of us all. Yeah, please help us. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no one's coming to help any of you. We've had this discussion. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yes, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy the Gunslinger, Sophia the Monster Hunter, and Rogar the Paladin. And you know what? They're finally all in the same place again. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> no more time hops. Woo! No more time hops. No more confusion. You're all in the same place, just with even more baggage than you started with. Yeah. <laughs> but more information. So, you know, that's something. Well, that's Maybe your... we should. Yeah, maybe we should let Sophia get captured more often. <laughs> well, there's your trade-off. You know, horrible things happen, but you learn something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we still haven't got Handrel back, but... Oh, he's been taken care of. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, uh, I think, segues nicely into a little recap of uh, last week's episode, don't you think? So, Sophia rescued herself. And yeah. yeah. I am awesome. Come on. Uh, well, I mean, we, we we had a pretty good rescue attempt going, but you know. Well, Tommy went through the. gave up, and then uh, Rogar did a little flyby and got told to fuck off. Yeah, pretty much. But that that was pretty much last episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to. To be, to be fair to me and Rogar, it was a pretty solid plan. I, I knew Rogar's flying operation was going to be slightly more successful, probably. You, so... you were a little unlucky on what I rolled on where you showed up. Yeah, I, was... I think I think it's it's not the end of the world because we now, if we ever need to go into House Landron again, know we have a way in that they don't know we know about. So fortunately, I wasn't spotted. Mm-hmm. This is very true. But, yeah, if you ever desperately want to go back, well, you never know. Burning desire. Uh, we yeah, may, maybe, we... maybe when the court's all gone. Yeah, since we know they're leaving. Yeah, and we may not have a choice. <laughs> true is true now then well to be fair that pretty much brings us to uh, this episode doesn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. So. Um, the only other things that majorly happened is Sophia stole a bunch of different books some of them encoded some of them in languages she didn't understand uh, Vash blew up the tavern again <laughs> uh, <laughs> pissed off the uh, bounty hunters that had previously encountered the party and uh I think that's about it. Like, we'd reached the morning, you guys are rested, relaxed, and I think Sophia was taking three hours to attune all our items. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> and uh, I think we finished on Rogar attempting to translate the book he received from Sophia. We did. We did. And... Well, I guess that's where we'll pick off. So you're all set about in the study of your house, watching Rogar's nose bleed a little bit and start to pour over that book. I mean, I can say, unless you guys have anything urgent you want to do, I'll say the next three hours passes, and that's Rogar skimming through the book, Sophia chewing to items, and Tommy having a quick nap. You should, can I read my book again, actually? Yeah, go on. I'll give, I'll give you an extra three hours there. Cool. Put your feet up, relax, okay. read a book. Sounds good. And we are three hours later, which I think puts us around half nine in the morning, maybe ten. Yeah. yeah. And this is where we start off, so... My players, what are you doing? What are you saying? Well, uh, I'm going to put my book down, 
glance over at Rogar as I watch um, a little trickle of blood run down his septum from his nose. Be like, what, mate? Um, how's that book coming along? Uh, yeah. Uh, as you see, it's kind of kind of hard to read, but you know, I think I, I think I've translated a couple of a couple of things. Um, but how how much it would mean to you, I'm not too sure. Uh, uh, try me, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like extracts from different other books, and you know, like I say, it's, it seems kind of a bit insane, like rambling in a way, but. I'll just read you the couple that I've managed to, like, figure out. So, there's an extract from the Book of Ibon, spelled E-I-B-O-N. And that reads, And it is known as the Messenger. It form, its forms and names are numerous, and its intent is always shrouded in shadow and deceit. Be wary. There are few of its kind that feel any urge to interact with the lesser beings of creation more than it does whether through amusement cruelty or some alien notion it often and that's it okay so i mean i don't know whether we what might be worth trying to find these actual books that the extracts are from maybe but i'm not 100 percent sure and then there's another one that i've managed to figure out but can't really read what book it's from because that's backwards and i haven't yet translated it <laughs> it says Praise be to the great ones that will rise again. Praise be to our outer gods whose return they herald. Praise the madness. Praise the doom. To the end of all we cry, grant us eyes to see your majesty. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Nice. What the fuck are we supposed to do with that? Uh, well, like you said, I mean, if we can find out the books they're from, maybe that might mean something to us. Yeah. But right now, Kind of means fuck all, doesn't it? Yeah. I cannot make any sense of that. Right. Well, if you don't know anything about it, and you're, no offence, absolutely batshit insane, um, done exactly bow well, but, I mean, we could have a look through the library, I guess. We could try and make it back to his house, but I think right now we've got bigger fish to fry. I was like, when Tommy called me insane, I'm just going to stare at him quite quizzically, as in, who are you calling insane? Yeah, I'll just ignore that and carried on talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I'm I'm the pawn of a mad god. I'd know one when I see one. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we've got bigger fish to fry, and I think we had a bit of a plan worked out at the end of the last episode. Um, we were going to go and speak to our patron, as it were, Heinrich Sandrin, and kind of fill him in on what's happened so far and see if he had any information pertaining to this robot army that we've heard about from Valmin, my gnome buddy, if I'm remembering that right. Plus, give us money. Yeah. Well, yeah. plus, plus, um, you know, a, a, a reward for completing all our objectives in a shorter amount of time than was requested <laughs> would be um, would be nice. Yeah. Pay me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, better have my money. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first place you guys are heading straight to. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless 
unless anybody's got any other ideas, anything else they want to do first? Nah. Nah? No, no, no I can't think of anything, no. Uh, let's head out then, I guess. Okay, well, the three of you and Solar and Toe head out into um, the city. Uh, greeted by the early morning sun, a little bit of cold as it's getting towards the dark of winter, but uh, you head off towards the government district, which is near the noble sector. And you do notice, not quite where you're going, but in the distance there's quite a lot of guard activity, maybe because of a certain distraction last night. Mm over in that uh, general area. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I know the gangs have been quiet recently, but obviously something sparked them off. Who could possibly say? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it isn't too long, just a... Well, I'll say you arrive there just before 12 noon, that you reach Heinrich's office. Do you presumably just go straight up and try... Make your way to him? Uh, yeah, how did we find I, him last time? I think we maybe send him a message on the sending zone saying what up? outside up? looking to meet because he may not want us to just storm into his office. It might be a little bit, because it's a little bit irregular. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you do remember from the first time you came here, there are guards about, like it's a, it is a governmental building and they have security. So I think we, we, we might want to just send him a message on the sending stone and have a little bit of a, you know have a bit of a chat while we're waiting to make it look like we're just kind of, we're here on business and we're not, you know. Okay. Uh, so what are you sending to him? Um, something on the long lines of outside, looking to meet. Uh, quest completed? Yeah. Got a quest log with a little tick box next to it. All done. Absolutely. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a bright yellow exclamation mark above his head, so... You know, we, we've got to head over to him. Yeah. <laughs> so you send that message and you actually get a reply quite quickly. He's clearly in his office at the moment. You get a reply that says, excellent news. Wait 10 minutes. Okay. So you guys want to wait nearby over the next 10 minutes or so? I think that makes sense. Just sort of, yeah. again, loiter around as if we're waiting for someone. This, 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 of course, being a world before you had like phones and stuff, you arrange a meeting time, but people are often late and that kind of thing. So it doesn't, in, in a way that doesn't look out of the ordinary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you all sort of mill about outside and you see regular um, public servants going by and into different buildings all in the area. It's quite a, it's like a, it's a nice ish area if like you're comparing it to the slums or the market district, but it doesn't look particularly fancy. You know, it's just well put together, but obviously for work rather yeah. than uh, sheer lavish luxury. And say the ten minutes goes by, and then you see a head poke out of the door, wearing a guard's helmet, and you recognize it as the man who waved you in the first time that you came here. Uh, you didn't get a name, but he seems to be at least under some sort of employ of Heinrich to turn a blind eye or what have you, and he kind of gives you a quick hand signal to come over and get inside quickly. Okay, I guess we, we rush over. Uh, but not not too obviously, just kind of sauntering Saunter. briskly. <laughs> yeah. As you get inside, he opens the door up to the stairs, which lead to Heinrich's office. As you approach, Heinrich's door is open. And actually, Rogar, this is the first time you've been to Heinrich's office. Same for Solara as well. 
Uh, it's quite a large office. This man clearly has at least um, a reasonable bit of pull within whatever branch of the government he works for. Uh, it's, say, quite large, has a few bookcases, nice big mahogany-style desk with a nice couple of chairs on the sort of client side and rather nice chair on the uh, boss side, as it would be. And you see Heinrich, which, again, for Rogar, I think this is only your second time even seeing him, but he is a youngish man, probably like 25, 26, got like a long but uh, well-kept hair, quite pale, quite bookish-looking, like he doesn't look... Um, particularly like imposing it yeah. looks like the sort of general public servant that you'd see and as you guys approach he uh sort of puts down some of the papers he's working on kind of waves you over quickly and points at the door as you come in i guess we cu- come in and shut the door yeah, yeah behind us yeah and sort of gather around his um his table um so is he, he sat in the in the in the sort of the boss side? Is he? Yes. Yeah. He's just sat like as he would be in a normal workday. Um, okay. Well, Tom Tommy's gonna saunter straight up and kind of lounge in the chair opposite. Okay. Yeah. The rest of you sit, or do you uh, stand, looking mean mugging? Um. There's somewhere to sit. I'll sit. Yeah. There is. There's three chairs at least. Yeah. I'll I'll stand. I'll let Slara have a seat. Gentlemanly. <laughs> More than welcome. As you, as you all sit down, as oh, it's it's good to see you all again. And two new faces. I, who are these two? Uh, Rogar. He was with us from the start, but he was on a um, little mission of his own the first time we came to see you. And Solara. Uh, we, uh, she kind of well, she basically saved her life, and she seems to be have similar interests, although. Her remit is, should we say, less worried about what's going on in the city and a little bit more worried about what's going a lot going on in magically as a whole. Oh, I, uh, I see. Well, it's good to meet you both. I'm glad you have been able to help out in whatever ways you have. Um, you said that you had good news to me that everything's been everything's been sorted. Yeah, pretty much, mate. Um. We've well, let's start first. Uh, you've you've obviously we've been sending you some updates on your um little Sandy Stone. I do inverted commas for that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You've heard about Amaran, um, and the fucking psychopath he turned out to be. Yes, that is that is most regrettable. He, the last reports I'd had about him, he was doing a stellar job in the slums, but now I. From what you've told me, I do question the veracity of any of that. Yeah, he was seriously fucked up. I mean, even to the point that when we let him go, he went and committed suicide. I mean, who fucking does that? Mm, I'm not sure what possessed the man, but or whether it was even actual possession. Who knows these days? Yeah, true. Um, yeah, we had over to see Corrath at the Gladiator bar- Barracks. Um, yeah, he was fine. Um, just been busy. Uh, he's still up for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent. I actually received another report from him just yesterday. Um, he's done a stellar job liberating a number of people from the gladiatorial barracks to join our cause. It's it's excellent news. Uh, anything about that? Pr- is it the Prince guy? What was his name? Some, um, some knobhead in the arena, anyway. Um, I can't say I ever really... Go watch the games. I don't have much time. 
And he was that he was that guy you hated, Rogar. Oh, that's a question enough. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, if he's on our side, it might not be worth it. To be honest, he's a proper dick. Um, but beside the point. Uh, yeah, we we got the temples on side. We had to do a few little um, jobs for them. Uh, well, I say little. It involved stopping a gang war. It involved fight, basically going trying to save a plane of existence and uh, going to rescue a cleric from a tomb that was filled with the living dead. So, you know, everyday stuff. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Yes, mate. Vandrin. That what? was his name. Vandrin. Vandrin. Yeah. If, if, if he shows up on the list of potential candidates... Yeah, tell it time to fuck off with full. <laughs> well, I mean, we need all the help we can get, but I'll, I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, or, or, or well, that or um, give like Rogar five minutes with him before. All right. Can I? Can I just? Uh, can I do like an investigation on like the room just to see if I see anything interesting? Um, investigation would involve you going around and doing things. You can do a perception if you want to just glance around. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Is there anything particular you're looking for, or just? Like, see if I can recognise any names of, like, books or anything that's you know, would sound, like, interesting to me. Okay. You know, nine. Nine. Uh, from a quick glance, I mean, most of the book titles are hard to read at this distance, and the few you see, they're about, like, taxation and how to manage a treasury and stuff like that. Nah, nothing interesting them. No. Um, Heinrich kind of nods along from all oh, everything they were saying, like, wow, I... Honestly, didn't expect them to be so demanding, but you seem to have done exceptionally well. I mean, you're early, even. Yeah, I know, mate. We fucking nailed it, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Quite, Uh, quite. (laughs) uh, Meanwhile, yeah, the um, Resistance HQ, yeah, we we sorted them out as well. Had to kill some massive fucking big bug in the abandoned silver mine. Yeah, they're not going to be there anymore, but again, sent you a message about that. Yeah, we couldn't find... um... Omen Belsar, but is he back in the city? Uh, he is, actually, yes. I spoke to him just just yesterday. Okay. He confirmed that some of his people are actually starting to make their way into the city, which I presume were from the silver mine. Yeah, yeah. Well, we um, they didn't believe us at first. Don't know why, really. But we um, only only the fact that we went down into the silver mine with a couple of their, um, should we say, less skilled operatives. And um, unfortunately, only we made it out again. Fucking so. Steve. Yeah. Oh. Do you know about Steve? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Steve. Fucking Steve. Yeah. Apparently what? he. Oh. <laughs> apparently he got. He was recommended by Amaran. So. Uh... Yeah. Make that of what you will. Oh. Um, I suppose that throws even more uh, questionability over that man's uh, reports and the sort of people he recommended. Yeah, mate. Alright, I don't know what's up with that Steve guy, but he is a knob. <laughs> he is, he's, seriously, he, he betrayed us and left us to rot, teleporting out of there. God knows what his, his plan was, but he was after something in one of the crates. You weren't holding anything, like, really precious in the crates, were you? Um, I, I wouldn't know. We'd have to ask Oman. Um, I believe most of the uh, supplies secured there were gotten by him. Apart from that, I mean, I've managed to send weapons and supply crates like that when I could. A few pieces of armor, nothing, um, nothing particularly impressive. Just what I could skim that the government wouldn't notice. 
Where could we find Oman? Oh, well, that, I guess, brings me rapidly on to uh, what I wanted to discuss with you next once all this had been resolved. Mm. Um, Sorry, Tommy, did did you want to continue, mate, or...? Um, well, no, I mean, let's, let's hear what he's got to say then. Okay. Uh, just only, only, well, I mean, the only thing I want to say really is I assume that there is some kind of reward for the, um, stellar job we have done. Oh, oh, indeed there is. I mean, trust me, I, trust me, I, I understand. I mean, you are mercenaries, you expect to be paid and I'm not foolish enough to not pay the people I've called for help with. And he, uh, opens up one of, one of his desk drawers and brings out a, uh, a pouch and slides it over to you, and then he kind of thinks for a moment, and then pulls out another slightly smaller pouch and slides that across as well. He goes, that's the thousand gold as agreed, and that's an extra two hundred for your stellar work and getting it done early. I'm going to glance at the other two. Um, Sounds not, good. Not, not Solara, I guess Solara, you know... She get really, fuck all. It's not really her. <laughs> she's not really in it for the money either. But I'm going to glance at the other two and see what see if they kind of seem to be broadly in agreement. Yeah, sounds about fair to me. And I'm going to be uh, staring off into space. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that, that that about does it. Excellent. Uh, well, so, go on then. What's 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 next then? Well, two things, I suppose. Well, they are kind of similar in nature. The reason why we had to get all this done by a set day is because I didn't want to miss an opportunity that will be coming our way shortly. In four days' time, there will be a full council meeting within the Court of Eternal Truth. That's Samuel Coren, his governor, uh, governor of war, and the entire noble council should be in attendance. And Suddenly at the, uh, the name Samuel Coren, I'll start paying attention again. I'll like switch on and stare at him intently. Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, yes, well... <laughs> They will all be in attendance. It is to discuss, uh, I'm not entirely sure what, it's just been proclaimed as a rather important meeting and I didn't want to miss the opportunity to sneak someone inside. You see, for these sorts of things with so many nobles in attendance, they often need to hire additional servants to, you know, tend to them, bringing drinks, food, that sort of thing, you know, clean up. And believe I can arrange for someone to go into that very meeting and explore both the council chamber and other areas to see if there is any... Well, honestly, I'm hoping if we can find some way into the court that we didn't previously know about. Just one of us, yeah? I'm afraid any more would get a little bit suspicious, but yes, just just one. So... You'd expect a servant to look something like, and I click my fingers and change into... Well, effectively Sven... <laughs> what a mutilated corpse no no, no 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 um, Sven, Sven before the head explosion uh, okay <laughs> uh, he goes oh I didn't realise you could do that oh. kind of struck me as more of the stabby shooty sort of person generally but I'm a, I'm a whole bag of tricks mate oh, I see so I, mean, I can see why you've all been so successful um, well, that that will certainly help. Um, I, I I must admit, I am uncertain what protections the government, well, for lack of a better term, palace has. So I would be careful using magic too much. But if you can use that to aid your way around, that would definitely be useful. Okay. So we've got a bit of intel that 
effectively the entire court of House Landrin is going to be out of the city for a little while as well. Oh, do you do you know when? Uh, I do. Remind me. <laughs> you don't know because he don't didn't know. tell Sophia. <laughs> okay, he said it was in a couple of days. There wasn't. Yeah, it? he he was vague. Okay. Soon. Soon. Uh, soon, but we're not exactly sure when. Interesting. Well, I suppose if any noble was going to ignore Kren's summons for a meeting, it would be uh, Mr. Landron. Uh, perhaps he will be out of town, but uh, maybe that's to benefit one less person to avoid. Indeed. And so this is in four days, is it? Yes, four days' time. That evening is when the meeting... Well, late afternoon is when that meeting commences, and we'll need to sneak you in just before then. Right, okay. One more thing. We are, shall we say, aware of a very secretive bit of engineering works going on under the city involving automatons, I think the word was. Does this ring any bells with you? Have you heard anything about this at all? Um, no. Um, that's... I can't say I've heard anything about that. I mean, you don't... You say this is something the city's doing? I think it has official sanctions, if not from... Well, at least from Kren. Do, do you know what the intent of these, what do you call it, automatons is? No, not exactly. But I don't think it's going to be very good for the city. I think if we're scared of what we call the Illuminated, then these things are at least going to aid them, if not be effectively phase two. But I think phase two was the word that was banded around anyway. Well, that's a horrifying thought. Um, do you know where this, where this is all happening? We do, yeah. Well, at least we've got some ideas. Um, wow, I... I mean, perhaps this is related to the meeting. I, they've been very vague on what the details are going to be about. Well, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. What do you guys think? And I kind of turn again to the rest of the party. Mm, makes sense. Everything lining up and all that. Yeah, does, yeah. Does anyone remember more about what Bellman said than I do? Uh, I just remember they were guarded by the Illuminated. That yeah. he could, They currently all charge at one central power source, don't they? Yeah, and that's kind of what... And that's kind of what we have to destroy. Yeah. Yeah, he gave you a few things that you... that uh, as, like, sort of uh, major points. So he said that there was some new power core that had been installed inside one of those creatures, uh, which he seemed was... thought was the threat. He said there was the main kind of power battery that needs to be shut down to stop them entirely. And he also mentioned about uh, his blueprints being taken. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll... Rather than me say that again, yeah, that's what we tell him. That's that sounds horrifying. I'm. Uh, what 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 should we do? Well, we were hoping you might have some more information, but it appears not. So, we were planning to go and find out, really, see if we can shut down this main power source or do something to disrupt it. Um, if if you would, I mean, I know that's I know that's I suppose outside the scope of. The, the contract, but um, yes, uh, 
Well, I mean, uh, if you you'll chuck us a few more gold, I mean, it's not going to go to waste. Um, if, if you could deal with such a threat, then I, I'm sure I could find a little bit extra for you. Um, obviously, there was the rest of the gold was going to be paid on completion of the contract, but I, I can sort some sort of bonus out. Bonus sounds good. Bonus does sound good. All right, well, we'll um, we were going to go and have a look at that maybe tonight. Okay. Um, do, do let me know how it goes. Um, and yes, as long as you're available for the meeting, or, well, one of you is, we'll go ahead there. And as to your point, he sort of turns to Sophia about Oman. He too will be holding a meeting soon, actually directly after the council meeting, so that we can all regroup and decide on how we're going to react to whatever they were going to announce. Um, if you would all like to be in attendance, I can arrange for that. Yeah, sounds like yeah, good party. Yeah. I mean, the thing that worries me a little bit about one of us going in there is we do kind of work better as a team. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's not really like. A, oh, we just decide now. Let's weigh it up here. Let's go. You know. Let's actually think about it. Oh, I know. You I know. know a I bit know. logically. I, I know. I know. I know. I'm just. It's more. It's more that I'm just thinking. Basically, the nicest possible way. What happens if it all goes tits up? Well, if it all goes tits up, that's just one of us is either captured or. I mean, I mean, is there any chance we can get some backup in there? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking, he might want to do some more investigation if there is anything else we can do to. We could maybe. Do, we could kind of do with knowing, like what, basically what, not so much spellcasters, but what can pe- what can people in there see through? You know, as yeah. in, like we know that part of um, Maximilian's court can see through any illusion. So yeah. if you're going, I mean, even if you went, they'll see straight through it and know who you are. Exactly. So, much, much worse than if I just actually put on like a servant's costume. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're not recognizable compared to the rest of us. Me. Mm. Well, except for the mask on my face. Well, yeah. Apart from that. Yeah. But I, and I'd have to cast a spell to make that go so, away. Oh yeah. Cause go away. you can't, you can't take it off. Can you? And and then, then we've got Handrel. If we've got him back, he could do it. But then he's got fucking weird eyes, so <laughs> might not be the best choice. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll it's see. Basically, we'll have to we'll have we'll to have, figure it out. Yeah, we've got four days to have a bit of a think about it first before we're we're required anyway. Well, if you don't want to use magic, I can supply some basic clothes. That's what I was going to originally offer. Yeah, I mean, let's take the get, clothes for now. Take the clothes get, anyway. We'll yeah. take the clothes anyway, but can you get us any more intel? We'll we'll either drop by or send you a message before we go. Oh well um before the meeting you would need to come here so we can prepare you. Okay. Well, yeah. That's can you fine. try and get us any more intel? Any exits, because um, in case we need to bail out of there quickly, any chance any of us we could have any allies nearby in case stuff goes really badly. Just would be nice to know. Okay, well, I'll see what I can do. As for the clothes, I don't have them here, but they'll be ready for you when you arrive on the day. All right, sounds good. Um, anyone else got anything else for this fine gentleman here? Uh, he no. doesn't need to know about the planes, does he? No, oh. no, no, no. Yeah, let's let's not worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Man's got enough on his plate right now. Yeah, he does. 
As do no. I think I'm good. Okay, yeah. so you uh, bid your farewells and uh, get the fuck out of his office. Yeah. Sounds yeah, good. Much. What's uh, what's next on the agenda then? Well, I mean, we want to go and investigate this place tonight, don't we? Potentially. Yeah. Or at least one night between now and this mission, go and find out what's going on with the automatons. Does anyone have any more questions they want to ask Valmin before we go? Or do we ask him everything we could think I of? I think you were going with him. I think he was yeah, going to guide us there, yeah. But Yeah, no, I'm I'm cool with him guiding us there. I mean there's not there's not really much more information he can give us, you know. Unless he unless he knew what their function was. But like I you say, it seems like their phase two. So yeah. watch um, they'll, all, they'll all just be like servant boys and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, if he can no give us any that would give us anything funny. that would be great. Like yeah. um Equipment wise, I think I already asked him for that. Yeah, I think he um, gave me some discount ammo. Do you uh, want to get some potions? Uh, anyone need to do any shopping? Well, the shops are open. I'm cool. There's a blacksmith. He doesn't. He... Do you need anything got... from the blacksmith? Have we got anything to sell him? Oh, I think you kind of got rid of a lot of your yeah. stuff. Yeah, we've, we've, not, got... we've not really looted anything for a while. <laughs> No, we haven't really fought anything of this earth for a little while. No. Or at least anything that had loot. That's that's the other thing that we could do. It's do we want to go and get... Do we either want to do the arena or go get some revenge on these bounty hunters? Well, I was, th- I was thinking the, the arena sounds like a little fun dis- diversion. But I would kind of like to get some revenge on these bounty hunters. But is that something we there can... There is be- a lot of them now. Is that something we can leave to simmer for a little while? Or perhaps until we've got Handrel back? Ooh, handy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you could. I suppose we could leave it because at the end of the day, it's in, it is the middle of the day, and we'll be like strolling into the noble quarter, like, "Yo, fight me, bro." Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the other thing is, I don't think we can let we can have Solara fight with us in the arena because she's not on our list. Oh yeah, that's true. Unless uh, unless we can kind of. Say well, and so have, not there anymore. Have a little little word with Jessar King and go. Yeah, one of our um, fighters is dead uh any chance swapsies give it a shot yeah yeah the other the other idea is why doesn't she just transform herself into answer here and and then we just go i mean she could she could do yeah unless they've got any one who can detect magic or detect i don't give a shit yeah at the end of the day it'd be more funny and more entertainment for them i mean we could try (laughs) what do you think so we're going to the arena. Uh, unless anybody has anything they would like to do more. Nah. Well, what's yeah. what's what's on the list of things we have to do? Um, the arena. Just, just, just so we, we can we can clear out for ourselves. For the for the temple. No, uh, did it. We couldn't find um, Ansia's brother. Oh yeah. Halson. No, we couldn't. He's still gone. Which that is a bit only, worrying. Was that yesterday? Day before. Yesterday. No, it was yesterday. Day before. Yeah. Uh, which is a tad worrying. Yeah. Still. I mean, we could wander past the Temple District, see if the Temple's open again, but it's been yeah, shut is that, for a while. Is that on our way, uh, DM? To the arena? Yes. Not really, no. It'd be the other direction. Is uh, We've individually got some quests as well. Indeed. Uh, they kind of come to a head if we start pursuing those. (laughs) (sighs) 
if of course that's that's depending on if any if if either of you want to pursue either of the rather interesting things you've been asked to do i'm good yeah no i i i I, uh, cannot do anything until summoned okay um no i think that's quick shopping trip but do we okay fundamentally do we want to go without handrail to to what to the arena well why not he sat on the stands last time because it's because it's a big open area, you can't hide and really get a sneak oh, attack. Oh yes, yeah, so. true. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, negates a lot of. I do want to like hits. hit something right now. Yeah, we we it's been a little while since we've had a good fight, hasn't it? Can we go shopping first, though? Please? Let's go pick up some potions, and then we'll we'll have a bit of a scrap. Um, and yeah, it's quite cool because I don't even have to worry about transforming into my costume. I can just put it on like that. <laughs> it's true. Right, so, you, so, what are you shopping yeah. for? Where are you going? Uh, potions. Potions. Get a couple of health potions. If uh, he has any. From our friend. Well, uh, hopefully he's had a restock. So you're uh, off to see Talson Dranwin of uh, Talson's Trinkets. We are indeed. Okay. Well, you, uh, yeah, you uh, pop out and head over to the market district. You find uh, Talson's shop is indeed open. He, uh, greeted by the Slightly grey beard and one monocle wearing a dwarf known as Talson. He's kind of doing his usual, like pottering about the shop, like dusting things off, and you're like, hmm, yes, this looks good. Hmm, yes. Like going back and round and things. And uh, as he sees you guys enter, he gives you like that big kind of shopkeeper grin. They're just like, oh, it's good to see my favorite customers again. Hello. Uh, come in to check your wares. Have you, got, have you been restocked since we last saw you? Since you last saw me, well, what sort of stock are you looking for? Potions, um, things like that. Any more different type of arrows? Uh, uh, anything, any kind of weird and wonderful, interesting looking trinkets you might have or enchanted uh, items? I have a few items available. Um, in terms of potions, I've got, uh, I've got a few left and you kind of pulls out this little uh, tray of potions of like varying sizes and goes, this one here, potion of hill giant strength. This one here, potion of invisibility. This one, potion of flight. And this one, potion of growth. Hmm. Invisibility, huh? Indeed. Uh, how does it work? Uh, you take one sip and you're invisible for an hour. Just don't do anything too strenuous or the spell will break. Strenuous, like fight or like shooting someone. It works like invisibility. The spell. Okay. Yeah. So um, you can be invisible as long as you don't attack anyone or try and do anything too strenuous. How many? You say take a sip. I mean, is there any one sip left in there? That would be the case. You do need to down the whole thing to get the full effects. Uh, full effects is duration of invisibility. Uh, it's an hour, I believe. Okay. Um, how much is that? Uh, that one will do you 500 gold on. It's interesting, considering Tommy needs to go do that thing. Mm. Yeah, I do. I've got I've got pretty good stealth if I if I hang on to the cloak, though. But... Yeah, but it'd be nice if there was two of us in there, wouldn't it? Yeah, for an hour. Anyway, as, as, as long just... as they don't have detect, as long as they can't detect you in other ways. But yeah, it would be. 
it might be handy. 500 gold. Well, it's worth thinking about. Mm. Um, hill giant strength. That's the yeah. that's like the gloves that Rogar's got. Yeah. Um, flight. Already drank one of those. Uh, I was gonna say I do happen to have a potion of hill giant strength in my inventory anyway. As so. well as the gloves. Yeah. Oh yeah, I still have the gauntlets, but yeah, I also happen to have that. Ah, nice. Um, I don't think we. So he's not got any health potions then, no? Oh, I do have health potions, of course. I thought you were looking for something a bit rarer. And he kind of pulls out his little uh, set of vials that he normally has. He goes, "Only a few left in, but I've got a couple potions of, he- well, potions of heal- greater healing and one superior potion left." Ooh, hey Sam. How much are you looking for? Uh, for the greater healing potion, that would be 200 gold. For the superior, that's 700. How many so, have you got for the... Not the superior, the other one. The greater. greater. Yeah. Just two at the moment. Um, and how many uh, points, um, oh. if we were to use it? Let me just check. Uh, greater healing is 44 plus 4. Superior is 84 plus 8. How much scratch we got, Sophia? Well, we have... Oh, yeah, we've got loads of money. Like, <laughs> that's no problem. I've got, well, like, 3,273. We... We, you, you don't yes. obviously say that in front of him. No. <laughs> no. This is out of character. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I, I reckon a couple of... Um, couple of the, the two potions of um, greater... Sound yeah, good to me. Sounds good to me. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, do it. One one of those things you can you can never have too much healing. Yeah, sexual healing. Well, <laughs> if, if if you want, fear. I mean. Oh my god, you are so randy. <laughs> what? Who, who who said sexual healing? Did I? <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. I'm just gonna look at you both and shake my head. <laughs> uh. No, non, non blue people don't do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, uh, do <laughs> wait till we show any... Rogar Avatar the movie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no um... one should be subjected to that. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, did I get my arrows from here? You did Thinking. indeed. Anything interesting that way either? He has the uh, fire and acid arrows that you didn't buy last time, which I think there's two left of each. Yeah, because a fire one would have done so well in the. Yeah, it was a good. You you made a good fire choice. Yeah. <laughs> you made a good choice. <laughs> Cheers. I, I I tried my hardest there. Um. I don't think I need those. And how about any interesting trinkets or magical artifacts? I have a few things. I've got this. And he uh, lifts up a little pearl and goes, this right here is a pearl of power. Do you for 300 gold. What exactly does that do? Uh, that thing, I believe it gives you an extra spell slot, basically. Uh, Ooh, yep. Pearl of power. You could use it an action does, yeah. to speak the spell's command word and regain one expended spell slot up to third level. Once you've used the pearl, it can't be used till the next dawn. But you can basically use one a day. So uh, the next storm? Dawn. Dawn. Oh, dawn. Okay, that's like so storm. One a day. Yep, buy one of those. Yep, and we'll. I think we might let Solara borrow that. that. There's 300, Two. that one. 
Okay. Three. That's not too bad. Unless, unless you want it for one of your spells. Slots, where you go. Uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take all that because I do burn through them pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's uh, sold. It's not an achievement item, though, is it? Uh, it is actually, yes. Is it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. What am I attuned to, though? I think you've got one ring. or two items that you attuned to my ring and gauntlets. My oh, the gauntlets, yeah. I don't have to attune to anathema, do I? No. No, you don't. Uh, and you can have three total, so. Yeah, so I could use it. Okay, cool. I will take it. Okay. He uh, throws you a pearl of power. Uh, since we're spending so much, mate, how about you throw in some of those arrows? Oh, would you like two of both? Um, would you give me a discount? Oh, a discount for all four of them? I suppose yeah. I could let it go for 180. If you do me a persuasion. Oh, God. Um, come on, Flo. Go on. Oh, shit. Too many tabs open. 21. Ooh. Nice. That's one, maybe the best persuasion attempt you've ever made. Wow. You beat his 16. Um, <laughs> he gives you and goes, 180 it is then. Yeah, go on then. So that's two acid arrows, two fire arrows. Work the same as your lightning, just different form of damage. Yeah, so that... Call that nine hundred and eighty gold. Yeah. Cool. Deducted from <laughs> your uh, party loot. I'm awesome. trying. Cool. Too many tabs. Well, I mean, he's done one out of us today, hasn't he? He really has, cheeky yeah. Becca. <laughs> oh, this is enough to open a second store. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I didn't, if I didn't think we could have him, I'd, I'd well rob him. <laughs> I, I, I think I think rather, rather if I didn't think he could have us, yeah. <laughs> but I've got a feeling that a man that sells artifacts that powerful is probably not a man you want to trifle with. Oh, if you fuck with me, I'll disintegrate you on the spot, lad. <laughs> of course, I didn't actually say that to him, but yes, <laughs> that's how powerful he is. <laughs> he, makes yep, he just heard me. Um, just heard my intent. <laughs> right, so coming out of there. Who wants the greater healing potions then? Well, I'll take one. I have a minor healing potion and that's it. Me too. Uncle? Um, I just have my own healing spells. Which I think is probably... So, right, give so... it to Solara maybe? Well, she, got a heal- she didn't have any healing spells, does she? No, not really. She doesn't know. No. Uh, yeah, it might be useful for her because she's got fuck all... How about... We give her... Actually, Solara, have you got any minor healing or any healing potions? Um, I have one potion of healing and one potion of greater healing. Cool. Oh, well, you keep this. Uh, huh? Great healing potion was 44. It was indeed. Plus four. 44 plus four, yeah. Cool. And we have one of those each. Cool. Cool. Um, ladies and gentlemen, shall we head over to the arena then? Yes. Okay, you uh, meander your way out of the market district, a little lighter in pocket, but you know, a few extra items, a few extra potions. Well, no, we we got 1,200 and we just spent 980. I think we're good. Exactly. <laughs> works out all right. Are, are, are we getting changed before we get there, or... I mean, I'm are assuming like there's... Superman in it? Well, I'm assuming there's a changing area, but I guess, do you guys have your costumes? I, I assume do. I carry it at all times. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm fine with you having your costumes on you, but I will say, uh, Sophia lost her helmet. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When did I lose my helmet? You were wearing it when uh, you were kidnapped by the bounty hunters. Yeah, and I gave everything to... To me. Tommy. No, but you were wearing the mask. You didn't take your clothes off and strip off. Ah, oh, shit. Mm. Because the uh, the Helm of Judgment that gives you the advantage that you're now wearing right now was mm. in the is the thing you took off to put your Valkyrie helmet on because you wanted to be a Valkyrie. Oh, yeah. So how much does that conceal my identity? Um, What, the Helm of Judgment? I mean, a yes. little bit. Like, it's a, it's a full... Uh, a full helmet with like the, uh, the the slit in the front and down the, down across the nose and mouth. So I mean, if someone was looking at you, they can recognize you. But from the side, nah, I, I don't think have it's a bounty good, I think on it's good me. Enough. I yeah, think I don't. Just, yeah, either that just... or just wear the noble mask. That, I think that, that, would, I, that would fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think would draw more attention. To me. Probably a little bit more attention. <laughs> Why is a member of House Landrin fight in the arena? Mm. Um, yeah, your dad did ask you to keep a low profile, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Are yeah. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the, the, the Valkyrie's just got a new helmet. I mean, yeah. you've still got the rest of the Valkyrie costume. Exactly. Fair enough. Ah, cool. So, you make your way over to the arena. And it looks like it's another busy day at the arena. There's a, a lot of people outside, but you kind of skirt past the uh, the uh, the customers and go to hunt down the man who runs the show, Mr. Jessar King. Now, are we are we trying to get her to look like Handrel, or are we just going to say we've got a new fighter because um, he's dead? I'm not too I'm, sure how the whole new not, fighter thing works. He might just say that she's not registered, so therefore she can't fight. So. It might be best to get her to turn herself into somebody. Unless, Andrew of course... Or Ansea, I don't... And, unless, of course, she's a, he can see through that. And... I don't know enough about tieflings to know if they can. Neither do I. <laughs> As Tommy. And not and depends what class he is anyway. But mm. um, true. I mean, we can tr- try and lie. How... how go- well, Solara's quite... Do you... Do you just, it's up to you whether you just want to uh, take the chance. Well, we, we could just, just say that one of, our fi- one of our fighters is otherwise engaged. Um, can, can we add a new fighter? And then if he says no, we, we, we can then try and sneak her in. Yeah. Oh, we just, just, just say, yeah, he's, he's, oh, it's all right, actually, we've we managed to get him, so it's um, all good. Last time it was uh, 4v4, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Is it 4v4 again? We'll find out. Yeah, yeah, we don't four. actually know. <laughs> well, we can say yeah. we, we we can say we can fight in a four v four. If not, yeah. we can't fight. Yeah, see what happens. Okay, so you all go to hunt down Jessar King, and you find the uh, fight promoter in one of his you know usual kind of slightly overdressed and flamboyantish attire. That's like very very fancy man who has money but not a lot of taste. <laughs> and uh, the tiefling greets you with his kind of typical wide smile, but he doesn't look quite as friendly as he has the last few times. And as he approaches the group of you, oh, I see you have returned. Thank God you are only, what, three days late from your uh, scheduled fight? Yeah. Will we? Uh, 
about that. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, about that. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we got a little bit waylaid. Oh, I am so sad for you. Why are you uh, here we, now? We are, we are back now. Um, however, one of our members is slightly indisposed. Um, so we've brought along a replacement fighter, if that's okay. If you're still interested in having us fight. I mean, we did, we did do, you know, put on a pretty good show last time. This is true. You did. You put on a good show, but then you stand me up. So how can I trust you? And then you bring in some new person who is not on your registered list. And you, are you trying to make a mockery of my games? Not at all, mate. Trying to improve them. Just trying to trying to give the people what they want. <laughs> give the people what they want. Oh, this, this is this is good because uh, I know what the people want. And if you want to make it up to me, and you want to bring in your new fighter, which will cost you a twenty gold entry fee, so that I can put her name on your list, I say that you do this fight as a fight to the death. You're shitting fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, um, what is the fight? The fight is round two. You don't know what the fight is. Is it 4v4? Because we've only got four fighters today. It's 4v something. 4v something. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll tell you this, with a death match, you would win hmm, 400 gold for victory. 400 gold, we've got to put 20 down. You might all die. Uh, Sounds about, well... Basically, guys, look at it this way. We get paid some money this time if we fight, and death's still on the table. When is it not? Yeah, that's very true. If we all die, then we'll come back as bards anyway, so... Very true. Yeah, It's true. I'm just going to point at him and go, you're on, buddy. Is, is that before we've had a discussion? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no discussion. Rogar um... runs off ahead. <laughs> 1v1 me, bro. <laughs> That's Rogar. <laughs> ba da ba da da da, Rogar. If that is in agreement, give me my 20 gold and we should be able to sort you out a fight quite soon. Also, my accent is all over the place because I can't quite remember what this man's voice was before. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, this has changed like six times in this conversation. Does he write this down? I don't write it down. I remember vaguely what they were, but it's trying to get back to it is the problem. Uh, yeah. Something yeah, like that, question. though. It was How vaguely in the... It? Sorry. I was going to say, it was, vague. it was in the ballpark. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. De- def- definitely, definitely somewhere like that. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere like that. <laughs> it was an accent of this world. I mean, it, I, I think it may have been even an accent of that continent, wherever that continent may be. <laughs> Wherever it may be. Uh. Yeah. Okay, so, I, yeah, I think we'll... Has anyone even asked Solara if she's willing to do this? Don't give a shit. she might just say, well, fuck you guys. Uh, we're just... It, it's a chance to get a bit of training in. I'm sure she likes a bit of training. To the death. You were the yeah. one that charged in before we had a chat. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, no, th- this, is, this is me out of game. Me I in know. game... We'll run in because yeah, I know. Rogar laughs in the face of danger, mm-hmm. and then runs and hides till it goes away. No, he doesn't. You don't know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, uh, Solara. Yes. 
Um, yeah, sorry. Well, before we... We were just going to do a, a fight just for money, basically. But now it's to the death. I think it's, it's only fair that we actually ask you if you fancy making some money. So basically, all the fights that we've ever been in have been to the death. So this time we'll just get some cash out of it. What do you think? Okay, but 100 gold if it's mine. Oh, See, this is why we don't ask up. people. I'll split it four ways, and to be fair, it would be 80 gold, because 20 quid, twenty gold to get you in. I'll pay the 20 if I don't die. You guys can front it for now. Yeah. If we die, then I won't get my money back. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it seems acceptable. <laughs> 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 she got a point. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. If you live, give us our money back. If you die, we all die. Who gives yeah. a shit? Uh, thanks for being such a good sport I'm a team player yeah (laughs) Uh, so you are done with the talking now we are going to the fight yes yes dear good my attendants will show you down get up there and try to at least be somewhat impressive you saw us last time we were amazing Mm. we'll show you yeah, let's see what puns we get today. <laughs> <laughs> and you head on down to the arena. It seems you you don't wait too long. You wait about 40 minutes. You hear the usual uh, roar of the crowd outside and weapons clashing and all the rest of it. And then eventually the grand doors open up these large iron-barred wooden doors that are like just massive. Like They seem to be designed to let... Uh, huge creatures through even your side which is just letting the four of you out into the arena and once again you're almost overawed by just how huge this place is i mean it's a massive proper like coliseum style arena and you can see like the, the the stalls are just packed and the crowds like cheering and uh you hear over the sort of the magical speakers that uh reverberate around the whole arena goes and today we welcome back. Guns don't kill people, dragons do. In their second round. Ah, oh, yes, we have a special treat for you all because this is a second round death match. They do not know what they're going to face because that's the fun of round two. Let's get it started. And the doors behind you <laughs> slam shut. Can you all see the map? Oh, yes. Uh, as you look out onto the map, you notice that the arena has changed slightly. There are now large rocks and boulders that seem to have been drug into the arena and uh, placed at locations. And I am going to roll something quickly, and then we're going to start this off. It's never a good thing when he rolls. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> um, where, which side are we coming in from? You are coming in from the oh, I can see. I can see us now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a great roll. I need... Because you're all on guard, I'll give you all of this. All of you um, roll me a perception. Uh, so uh, I, I see. Perception. I get a 21. Oh, I got a 6. 20. Uh, Solaro with a 6. I guess she's, she's overawed. She's not been in the arena before. Uh, Tommy and... Oh, actually, all three of you guys. Because uh, they rolled a 16. Because their roll was not very good. Um... Hmm. 
You see the following, and I'm going to move them onto the map. You see oh. two... Initially, you maybe think like they almost look like huge snakes, but they have these large claw-like mandibles at the front and this like avian beak, and they kind of they seem to be hiding on the rocks, attempting to stay still, so that they're almost like completely camouflaged. They're actually quite difficult to spot, but you just manage to catch them start to shift slightly and look in your direction. As you spot them, the arena gates to the north open up. And a large insect-like creature. It almost looks like a gigantic beetle made of, like, rock in places. Like, its carapace looks that um, overgrown and powerful as it lumbers into the arena. And we're going to roll initiative. Okay. So, just that and two little bugs. Yeah, just that. <laughs> uh, that's a nine from Tommy, which is not good. I need to click on myself. I hate that. A I really seven. do. Well, not as bad as Ruger. No. Twenty-three. <laughs> nice. At least you'll get a shot off. Yeah. You hope. Oi. Uh, I rolled really bad on initiative, so you're probably going to do all right. Yeah. Lucky bastards, a lot of you. <laughs> and. uh Last one for Solara, who I always seem to roll pretty decent on initiative for. Oh, there it is. Not, Not to today. Like completely jinx it or anything. Ah. But... <laughs> okay, so... Oh, wow. My poor beetles last. Sad times. I'll put... Uh... Okay, so our initiative order going into this. Sophia with a 23, the Grix with an 11, Tommy with a 9, Solara with a 9... Rogar with a seven, and my beetle with a six. Sad times for beetle man. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be beetle juice in a minute. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I haven't made the worst oh. pun of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right. I, th I, think, I think you made Cooks like, physically cringe then. That's <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Um, right then, uh, Sophia, you are first up. From where you are, you can... He would get partial cover if you shoot from there, but if you move out yeah. slightly, you can get past the rock. Yeah, I'm gonna... Depends if you want to move in that direction or not. You're making it sound like I shouldn't. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, if I, if I just move there, literally, like, five foot, mm -hmm. then I should have line of sight right look. Uh, let's say it's still partial cover from the look of it you'd have to move one more over for it not to be partial okay fine 10 foot away from my starting okay. I'll accept that That's uh, you have a clean shot on the beetle if that's what you're aiming at yes indeed. are you going to use a fancy arrow fire arrow Fire, you think? Definitely fire. Actually, I, I don't, I don't, don't listen to me. Why am I? Why am I I even know. I don't know. You, you, you're the one who said shit. You sounded confident. <laughs> I was, and then for a split moment, I thought, I wonder if it breathes fire. Well, we've we've got one way of finding out. Exactly. Yeah. Quite an expensive way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was discounted. Yeah. Yay. But... Let's try and do extra damage to it while we can. 
Yeah, okay. Roll um, your shot. Yeah, I just couldn't remember. Fine, fuck it. I will throw a fire arrow at it. Um, I want to shoot it and probably do more damage. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Severe awesome. picks up a fire arrow and launches it three feet in front of her. It's um, <laughs> not funny. You're not funny, mate. Not funny. Um. So should I attack it and then we'll add the like the fire damage after you? Yeah? If you hit, yeah. If I hit. Cheers. Why is everything so <laughs> laggy. Uh, seventeen and thirteen. Uh, seventeen does hit. Whoop whoop. Um, and then so, what do I roll for? 2d6. 2d6. 5. That's 18 in total. Pretty good shot. Okay. Yeah. Your uh, arrow sings across the battlefield and explodes on the creature's uh, exoskeleton, just sending out like, this burst of flame all across it. It kind of like hisses back at you and like rears up a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's not a happy boy. Your next shot? Next shot is just going to be a normal one. Okay. Wait, why did you fire with advantage? Did I? Yeah. Soz. Uh, just roll no the attack again, but we'll take the damage that you did if you okay. hit. 24. 24. Okay, you still hit. That's fine. <laughs> I don't, honestly don't know. Um, right. So for my second shot, hit again. Mm-hmm. Oh, laggy as fuck. 19 and 8. 19. And also hits, so for 8 more radiant damage. Cool. And I'm done. Well done. And it would be the Grick's turn next, but on initiative count 20, uh, Jessar's voice rings out over the arena again and goes, Oh, but wait, that's not all. I think it's time to make things a little more fun, no? Let's see if we can push them as far as we can go. And you all notice as a number of vents open up from the sand underneath your feet, and large clouds of greenish gas start to emanate out into these like huge clouds that are just starting to slowly shift across the arena. Okay. And they move. Let me see. So five, ten, twenty. There you go. And so they're spinning round. It looks like. It yeah. seems to be the case. And it is the Grick's turn. First one is going to go for the Sophia, because she's the closest. And it is... What does the Grick do? Grick gets... Okay, first he's going to attack with his tentacles. Oh, natural one. Ooh, uh, very much a miss. If, if it, it didn't a... miss, I'd be really sad. If it had a groin, it would have slapped itself in its own groin. <laughs> and sadly, as it kind of lunges at you with these, like, these strange kind of, like, mandible-style tentacles that come off of its mouth, it lunges forward but misses, and it can't follow up follow up with a beak attack. So that's its turn done. <laughs> groin, Rick. This one is going to come... Uh, he can come flank, Sophia. <laughs> but he can't do anything else. What a dick. So that one just scurries quickly across the sand and starts to, like, slaver and, like, click its beak at, at Sophia's back. And uh, that's their turn over with. Tommy. Right, so I can't shoot into combat. Um, with disadvantage. 
Yeah, but I don't. I don't really fancy that. Don't fancy disadvantage. So I could either come and help you with the flank chain, or I could try and put a couple more rounds into this big beastie. Um, your line of sight is pretty shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to move whatever happens. Uh, you Uh, might be getting a bit too close to the cloud. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd have to move down and round. So, or up into this top corner up here. Might as well start the flank chain early. Yeah. Actually, no, you're the only other ranged. Well, Solara's ranged. And, so, um, Solara's ranged. I mean, if we can clean these things out sharpish, we've got less to worry about. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Uh, so, that's my Tommy's thinking. Uh, he's going to think, fuck it, and run down here to the one below. Let's get a flank chain going on on this thing. Okay. And with his short sword plus one, he's going to stab at this tentacle beast thing uh, with advantage, but I didn't roll with advantage, so I'm just going to roll that again. Um, uh, with a 27. 27 hits, and he takes nine points of damage. Tasty. Uh, so follow-up stab. With this short sword again, with advantage. Okay. Uh, a 22. 22 also hits. And he takes so seven more points. Seven points of damage. Yeah. So you slash at this uh, snake-like creature and just like rip into its back, leaving like two nasty-looking wounds just all the way across its where it's, you think its spine would have been. As it kind of wriggles and writhes on the ground and is unsure of who to, who to attack next. Um... I just realised I was attacking with my short sword plus one rather than Elements Wrath, but... Oh, well, uh, with my final attack, I'll use Elements Wrath on that one, then. Okay. And um, with advantage again, um, I do... But it's only a 12. Damn it. That is a miss. That's a As miss. It's kind of wriggling and writhing around. It's really hard to hit, and you just kind of stab Elements Wrath into the ground and miss. Uh, okay. I'm going to be, going to be using... Um, I'm just going to kind of do a little switch hands... As I realised, I was holding my short, short swords in the wrong hands because it's been so long since we've had a decent fight. Ah. So, and that's your turn then. I take it. Unfortunately, unfortunately, unless I want to, no, I think I'll save my um, my action surge. I think that's me. Okay, Solara is going to move slightly down here towards this uh, little fiery brazier and kind of get as far away from the action as possible. And she is going to try to save some spell slots and cast Firebolt at the Grick in between you two. Uh, with a 14, 11 damage. She just hits. And Ooh. it's actually just enough to kill it. <laughs> she uh, points her hand out and shoots this little bolt of flame at this creature and it just almost just goes straight through it, uh, right through its beak, and it just leaves this, like, burning hole there as, this, as its tongue kind of lolls out to the side and it kind of writhes and falls flat to the ground. Nice. One down. One down. Rogar. Yeah. Kind of a predicament <laughs> here, isn't it? I don't actually know what those... Well, I'm guessing tornadoes are going to do. But I don't want to don't get like... in the clouds, really, do we? Um no. But then it kind of well, you could you could you could do a spell maybe get in, get a bit further away from it and lob a spell at the other one. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Or yeah. just go at it from the side and not get advantage. Well, I 
but then you still might be close, too yeah. close to that cloud. Thinking, I'm gonna come down here, just just slightly to the left of where Solara is. So I'm pretty much right in the corner of the arena, and I am. These are things I can move. Screw it. I'm gonna fire my lightning breath at it. Cool. Unfortunately, only uh, ten. A, D- a save DC of ten. Yeah. So depends how well it rolls, really. Uh, save DC of 10, so as you open your mouth and send out this bolt of lightning breath, it's going to try dodge out the way. Uh, Quick. Deck save. Uh, with a 6, sadly. Yeah. Ah, that sucks. He takes uh, 8 points of lightning damage. Nice. As it leaves little burn marks across the sand. And uh, sad times for my little Grick. <laughs> And it is finally the Carrion Beetle's turn. Oh dear. Uh, if it gets to here, can it do what I want to do? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it can get to there. See, he is going to come down to here. And then, how many can he hit? Balls. He can only hit uh, Sophia. So... As the carrion beetle like lumbers forward, it raises itself up on its back legs and it opens its maw, and you see all this like horrible like green um, acidic slime start to like drip down its like fangs and beak like sort of face, and it just retches out this blast of acid spit. And you need to make me a dexterity saving throw, DC thirteen. Oh come on! Go on, Sphere. Dex, yeah. Yep. yep. Six. Oh, you fail. And you take 28 points of acid damage. Jesus. Holy shit. Oh, um. With my luck. You, can, uh, you really need to tell me luck sooner. Okay, that's fine. Um, that's see. fine. No, yeah, how was it? 28, okay. was it? 28, yeah. No worries. Basically, if you if you if you if you roll really badly, just shout luck. Just in yeah. case. Yeah. Uh, and that is the beetle's turn. Sophia, you're up first. Um. I feel like my poor Greg's gonna die. Yeah. Fucking hope so. Actually, I'm the only one that can hit it right now, aren't I? Um. Yep. But I've just been really badly hurt. Oh, the Greg's next though. But also, I'd be using a bow. Uh, so you'd be shooting with disadvantage, or you could drop your bow and get your sword and shield out. Yeah, fuck it. Drop my bow, get my shield, get my sword, and slash at it. At the Grick. Gricky Grick. Ooh, 14 and 4. 14 does just hit it, but it's only kind of a glancing blow, just dealing four points of damage. And then I hit it again. Okay. Uh... 19. Again, it's like wriggling around and writhing, but you hit it with a 19, still only doing another four points. Okay, and then I'll probably use my action surge to hit it again. Because I got hurt quite a bit. You got two attacks from that as well. Oh, that's cool. Good old action, Serge. Come on, Sophia. 20 and 7. 20. 20 hits. 
dealing seven more points, you like slash off almost like the entirety of this thing's tail and one of its tentacle kind of mandible things, and it's it's still standing but just barely. Awesome, and I hit again. Ooh, bit too much. Uh, thirteen yeah. and ten. With a thirteen, you overreach yourself a little bit and unfortunately miss. Damn it! Yeah. And now it is initiative count twenty, which means. This moves round to here. This moves round to here. And this moves round to here. So you all watch as the this kind of like spinning set of greenish clouds goes around the arena and starts to engulf both the Grick and Sophia. And unfortunately for the Grick, it starts its turn in it. Which means it takes 2d6 acid damage. Sad times for the Grick, because I don't think he's going to live. Uh, five points of acid damage. And he... You watch as this Grick actually just dissolves in front of you. Uh, at least Tommy sees that. Sophia, on the other hand, is currently blind. Excellent. Well, Good she's thing in I don't the cloud, have my bow. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I don't have my bow out, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, okay. That is sadly my Grick's turn. Tommy, your turn. Right. Now, I will say, you can see through the cloud, but when you're inside it, because of all the acid, it's basically covering you in. That's what's causing the blindness. So you can shoot, like, normally without disadvantage or anything. If you were outside the cloud and shooting through it, yes. Yeah. That's not bad. No. Although I need to... Currently I've got my swords out, so I need to switch weapons. Which would be an action. It's kind of annoying, because I want to pump some rounds into it. but Which would mean I need to use my action surge if I wanted to do that. But then, as soon as it charges me, which I'm sure it's going to do if I start pumping rounds into it. Um, not great. Uh... I mean, I might step back. Okay. So I'm still within shooting range uh, into some cover of some allies because Tommy tends to shoot at things, then get charged, and then lose a lot of hit points. Um, (laughs) So Tommy's learning from his mistakes. Uh, As he does that, he's going to sheathe his swords and he's going to draw his pistols, which will cost him an action, unfortunately. Hmm. But with his um, with his bonus action, he's gonna pump around from his pistol at this great big bug thing. Okay, take your shot. Uh, I'm guessing we don't get advantage on this, even though it's a big creature no. to hit from shooting. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, you know, size you of creature ask. only affects its AC. Yeah, I mean, you gotta ask. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's a big target. <laughs> Uh, but you're scared and alone and covered in acid. No, I'm At not. Sophia well, is. Yeah, <laughs> Sophia is. Hey. Um, so I'm just going to use a regular pistol shot on it uh, with 22. Uh, 22 hits, dealing nine and points of damage. Nine piercing damage. I'm going to throw in an action surge then. So oh. as I draw out the last rights, uh, my pepper box pistol. I'm going to spend a grit point to get advantage on my first shot. So I'm going to make an attack with advantage on it. 
which is 26, 26. doing 10 piercing damage. Also hits. And, and 10 more points of damage, and you've spent that grip point. I have. And my final shot, without a grip point, um, just lining up on the same point I hit before, with a 13, though. 13 misses, but I will say you need to roll your additional necrotic damage for that first last right shot that hit. I do, that's very true. That's a d4. So another three points of damage on top another of that three. 10 before. So yeah, you just uh, fan the hammer a little bit and like cover this creature in like little explosions as parts of its exoskeletons kind of cracks in places, but it is still big and angry and looking in all of your directions. Cool. Well, that's, I think, unfortunately, my turn. Okay. Solara, what are you going to do? Uh, That's a good question that you've asked yourself. It is. Well, the question is, if you guys... Hmm, her spells come back on a long rest, and if you guys are planning to do more today, it's whether she wants to give a, throw out well, the big th guns or not. I think we, we were planning to do more today until we found out it was a fight to the death. Um, yes. I think I think we if, if, if we get out of here alive... Uh, we're, and we have to take it. We have to go and have a bit of a nap. Uh, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> yes, yeah, presuming that we could have another long rest. Uh, not until like tonight, effectively. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we would, we would, we would. Uh, we've got four days to do. Exactly, you're not in a mad so rush anymore. If, <clears throat> if the worst comes to it and we're all bloodied and broken, then I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. Okay, Solara is going to move uh, about twenty-five feet back almost towards where you guys entered so that uh, Sophia is not in the direct line of this. She's going to put her hands together and start. you see all this crackling lightning energy start to come off her and she's going to do a more powerful version of what Rogar did a mo moment ago and shoot a massive lightning bolt at the creature. Nice. She's going to burn a third level spell for and cast lightning bolt. Ooh, wow. She, uh... She rolled rather well on the damage. Ooh, ooh. Damn. Uh, 33, if, yeah. that, if it fails its deck save. Yeah, and it's not the most dexterous creature in the world. <sighs> Fucking hell. With a four, yeah, he fails his deck save. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just a bit. 33 points of lightning damage as he uh, as this bolt of lightning just purses straight through the creature's chest and like actually hits the wall on the other side of the arena and leaves a massive scorch mark all of you kind of like blink for a moment as like that the uh, light burn sensation goes through your eyelids and uh yeah it looks uh, looks in quite a bit of pain from that one so, that so, is her so, turn. so tommy thinking he did rather well with the, with the dash spin and fire his pistols now kind of thinks a little bit sheepishly and perhaps yeah uh, <laughs> basically just looks at her and goes fuck you now <laughs> uh, Rogar you're up see this is really not Rogar's type of fight <laughs> it's not um, so am I happy in the corner I suppose I'm quite happy in the corner uh, I'm going to cast chill touch ooh what, what, uh, what do you, does, does that when you touch someone they get some shades no, on? No, <laughs> it, it has a range of 120 feet, so it's not too nice. Bad. It does. It's quite a. It's a very good uh, long range spell. But uh, go on, read me. Uh, uh, read me what it does. So uh, make a range spell attack against a creature within range. The target takes one d six, one d eight necrotic damage and can't regain points until the start of your next turn. If 
this hits an undead target, it also has disadvantage on attack rolls until the end of your turn. Ah, oh, make your range spell attack. Uh, sadly, with an 11, as you kind of try to focus your energy with this necrotic power, it just doesn't take hold. You're a bit of an inexperienced spellcaster at the moment. Worth a shot, though. Worth a shot, definitely. Definitely. Ah. And it is now the beetle's turn, which means it gets to roll a dice, and I hope it's lucky. Ah! One. It sucks. <laughs> means he doesn't get his, uh, doesn't get his go-fuck-yourself breaths back. Critical fail. <laughs> it, it tries to get its breath back and just coughs and splutters. Yeah. Didn't bring its inhaler today. <laughs> What's it going to do? If it... So the problem is... What's his actual movement to Sophia? 25. Uh, he can't get to where he wants to get to. So he's not going to just run through the cloud. He's going to run up here, almost skittering behind the rock to uh, cower a little bit after taking so much damage. And unfortunately, that's all it can do. Oh, no, actually, it can uh, dash, obviously. Duh. And it's going to dash at Solara and get all up in her face. So it goes around and then kind of does a complete U-turn round the side of the rock and charges into Solara, and uh, that's going to end its turn, sadly. Sophia, you start your turn in the acid cloud, so you take eight points of acid damage. Lovely. And this, you are blinded, and this counts as rough terrain, which means your movement is halved, unless you have something that counters rough terrain. No, Step out of the rough terrain. <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally just need. I was say, is this creature making any kind of noise as it's running around? So could she move towards the noise of it? Or would uh, I move towards it? I would say, um, in terms of your blindness and getting out of the cloud, you saw the cloud approach you, so you know which direction it was coming from. I would let yeah. you move as normal. Certain effects, when you're suddenly blind, we might uh, rule them a little bit differently, but in this case, because you can actually see the blindness coming, it's not beyond your understanding to move out of it. I will move round about here, then. What is that on the floor? Is that a shield? That's uh, uh, a fire it's a brazier. Pit, I think. Brazier. Yeah. Okay, so... So oh, moving this... out of the rough terrain, you kind of get your senses back a little bit, but you are covered in acid and not happy. Um, shit. <laughs> I don't have my bow. It's still there. It's still yeah. in, and I couldn't see it, so there's no chance of me picking it up. So, um, can I just ready an attack? Uh, you can hold an action. What's your trigger? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if that thing uh, can, comes can, can, can Can you still move any further? No, One, that's two. her moving out of rough terrain is 15. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean... I think I'm good. I'm really hurt. <laughs> okay, so what you're going to... Your action is if this creature comes within range, you will stab at the... Yes. Okay. I think so, 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 so imagine her sort of like wiping her eyes and getting her shield up again, her sword up, and just make just standing ready. Okay. Yeah. Right then, Tommy, you're up. What are you going to do, gunslinger? Well, I'm a gunslinger. I've got a pair of guns out. Um, 
Suns out, guns out. Let's do this. So I'm going to spend a second grip point, get advantage on a last right shot. Okay. And take another pop at it. With 24, 7 piercing damage and 1 necrotic damage. Oh well, 8 damage. Okay, you line up the last rites and blow a complete chunk of this creature's armor away. Okay, I see a gap where I've just blown a bit of armor away. I'm going to try and focus my second shot on that point from the last rites. Uh, with a 16. 16 just hits. Uh, okay. Uh, do 6 piercing damage, and again another 1 necrotic. Okay. Every little helps. Every little does help, yeah. Whittling it down. And with my offhand bonus action, my regular pistol, been with me for years, I can sight this thing in my sleep. I take a shot with an 18. I do 10 damage and another three. Oh, no, I don't get necrotic damage on the normal pistol. 10 no. damage. Okay, do 10 I, damage. Yeah. So you guys, just you just like let loose with shot after shot, and they're all striking home and like blowing bits of this like creature's chitinous armor away, and it's acting very insect-like. It's trying to like uh, cover itself up, and it's hissing at you, but you're just uh, staying cool in the face of uh, this monstrosity, and uh, yeah, dealing it significant amount of damage. Okay, that leaves Solara, who is in a place she does not want to be, because most of her shit is ranged. Uh, what is she going to do? She might actually just disengage is the smart option. I mean, I mean, the, 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 that probably is the best option here. The, 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 the only benefit she has of staying where she is is, she, is Rogar. Or I don't think Rogar can get a flank on it from there either. Yeah. So, and yeah. well, she, she, she could move around and Rogar could get a flank on it, but then she'd still be in range of it. Yeah, she doesn't want to be that close, really. I mean,. Uh... Well, she's going to try something, because she can technically use her flying ability after she casts a spell, as long as it's first level or higher. So, and this is the one spell she has that doesn't require, uh... Well, actually, she has a few spells that don't require attack rolls, but they're higher level than I really want to use. So, Solara is going to kind of dodge and duck out of the way, take her hands, put them together, and, like, slam them towards the ground, and you watch as this explosions like these eruptions of flame like burst out of the sand underneath the creature and all the way over to the wall behind it in this like long line and it is going to have to make a deck saving throw against uh, Agonazar's Scorcher else it's going to take uh, 12 points of fire damage so let's find out come on uh, it does actually save what yeah <sighs> Oh, wait, no, it doesn't. Sorry, it's the DC 16. No, it fails. Oh, yes. Sorry, I misread that. Uh, yeah, no, it fails and takes 12 points of damage. Yeah. You watch as this thing is looking uh, pretty pretty messed up now. Like, it's got this large burn coming up all the way under its uh, underbelly. It's, uh, it's not happy. And Solara is going to use her 10 feet of free movement to disengage backwards as she kind of flies on the wind while this creature's distracted. And that leaves Rogar. You're up. Yeah, uh, seeing Slara do that and almost kind of running to her aid to try and block the creature. I'm just going to come barreling into it and, uh, yeah, I'm going to take a big big old swing. All right. 
Oh, with a ten. The natural one. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, try to take a swing at one of its legs, but it kind of recoils a little bit, and you smash anathema into the floor. Yeah. Next mm. attack. Yep, I'll come back for another. Oh, even eleven. At 11, still isn't good enough. This thing is fighting very defensively now and kind of like batting you away and... Yeah, it's causing a bit of a problem. Hmm. Uh, is that your turn? Yeah, I'll let my turn there. Alright. Now it's its turn. <gasps> With a six, it gets its breath back. Oh. No! <laughs> and look who stood in a nice little line. Oh, sure. You watch as this like this uh, greenish icor starts to build up in its mouth, and it just sprays it out over Rogar, Solara, and Tommy. You all need to make me a dex saving throw. Oh, well. Of all the saving throws you've had to make me make... Uh, that's not too bad for you. It's not too bad, but then again, I say that. Listen, it doesn't work. Can, can I ask a, a question? Ooh, Solara failed uh, with a four. 14. Can I ask a question? Yep. Would shield work to block it? No. Damn. Shield is only for like targeted attacks where it raises your AC, whereas this is a save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your DC? DC is a 13. So oh, you pass. 12. So. <laughs> Solara and Rogar fail. Tommy just like dives out of the way. And holy shit. Oh my god. Um. Rogar and Solara take 44 points of acid damage. Oh, I had it light. Tommy takes 22. Oh, okay. I had it light. Yep, you did. Uh, Solara is completely engulfed in acid and drops to the floor. She only has 42 health. <laughs> oh, snap. And how much health do you have, Rogar? Uh, I have 16 left. Okay. Thank, thank you, God. For giving me that spell. <laughs> Literally, thank you, one. God. <laughs> Literally, thank you, God. <laughs> oh, your pray- prayers are really going to mean it tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, that's its turn. <laughs> can't believe I rolled a six for that to get his breath weapon back. It needs a five or a six to do it. I rolled so high. It's five D12s and I got an 11, a 12, a 10, and a nine. Jesus. And then a two. Like, it could have been worse. You could have lied. <laughs> no. Solara's <laughs> yeah. um, been melted. Uh, Sophia, to, you're to, up. To, to be fair, we were having it pretty easy up to this point, so... What do I do with this shit? You can take an action to shove a potion down Solara's mouth if you want, or you can attack the creature. Yeah. I can try and flank it. You could. Can you get there? Uh, can you get there? Let's have a look. Uh, it's out of range. You, need, you can get to there. Okay, the so... It's a large creature, so it takes a while to get around to the side. Okay, so I will... Pun, what should pun, I shove down her throat, then? Punt her uh, a greater heel. She owes me. She's no, got she, one, hasn't she? She's got one, so you can trade afterwards. Or she um, can buy you another one. That's my... Yeah. That's my only action, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I go over to Solara, pick up her head in the crook of my arm, and pour a vial down her throat, and kind of like um, 
rub her throat to make her swallow. Yeah, she looks messed up. Like parts of her clothes are like literally melted into her flesh, and like she looks horrible. Is this a greater healing you're giving? Yes. Okay, so that's forty-four plus four. So she gains back twelve health. As... She needs to bone up, dude. <laughs> She's a sorcerer <laughs> who got acid vomited on. <laughs> Forty-two hit points. Yeah. She's almost well. She's worse than Rogar. No, yeah, she is. She's a sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 not made for combat. She's made to do lots of. Da- she's a glass cannon. She's made to do a lot of damage and then run away. Ah. She, she was, she was trying to run away. This is this is yeah. This is what we have in common. <laughs> yeah. That's why you yeah. get along so well. Except, except paladins aren't generally supposed to be glass cannons. No, no. <laughs> It was supposed to be a tank, but of course, how many rolls can you roll a one? <laughs> All of them. Apparently most, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I let you re-roll ones as well, and then you roll a two, and I'm like, well, that's your health then, I guess. <laughs> I know. It is so disappointing to the fact that I now take the average because it's guaranteed to be better. <laughs> What's that, a four? Yeah, I'll take a four. <laughs> Yeah. So you uh you pour the uh the potion down Solara's throat and her eyes start to like open up a little bit. She's like Fucking ow ah! <laughs> Fuck And she is currently prone and you are just sort of sat next to her, so uh Tommy. And on initiative count twenty though, these things move, but luckily for you lot, they are continuing the rotation. So the acid clouds move, but she- as you're all kind of in this corner near the entrance, you are currently safe. Um, right. Well, I'm going to probably make a move just so I'm not in line again. Moved in line. No, if I, I I'm moving up here, so I'm just I'm just just testing where I can get to. So I'm moving up to here. And I'm um, going to... Yeah? Yes. Okay, you're moving there. That's fine. Okay. This creature may have a reach. Ah. Uh, so you are now in... Well, you may be in melee. Okay, I don't want to be in melee. <laughs> I think... I think I'm. I'm, I'm in my defence, I... I would probably be able to see how far it can reach by, with its limbs. I'm staying, I'm staying well out of range of its limbs, but I also don't want to be in a line again <laughs> so fair point um <laughs> right gingerly just waddles over <laughs> tommy suddenly having a an act of clairvoyance runs in a different direction entirely well, he starts to make his way towards it realizes it could probably hit him from there and then decides to move out of the way as he kind of runs past Solara, he's like well, uh, Sophia and Solari is like, she alright? Yeah, she's fine. She owes me one, though. Alright. And I start blasting away with the last rites. Right, go for it. Uh, an 18 for 8 damage. And 18 hits. 2 necrotic damage. So a nice round 10 damage on that one. You blast uh, uh, a chunk of its like actual flesh away, and it kind of le- leaves out this screech. But it's still kind of—it's just hobbling, like it's doing that thing where uh, both its legs are kind of like hunched down, and it's struggling to hold itself up. 
Okay. Um, another punt with my with the last rights again. Okay. With a twenty, I do fourteen regular damage More. and one necrotic. Uh, with a well, with sixteen points of damage total, you finally land a shot on this creature's head, and you watch as like half of its face just disintegrates away as the armor, this chitinous armor on it explodes and parts of the flesh like just drip off of it and it collapses down in front of Rogar finally defeated loot it loot it <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there's now to loot and I'll be wading through acid <laughs> you've so... done worse dude don't worry oh, no. <laughs> we, 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 could, we could try and take its head I mean we, we, just, we seem to have like a bit of a collection you've just blown um... half its head off Oh uh, yeah, true. true. I'll keep doing that as well. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Take like a leg. The DM knows. <laughs> Take a leg. <laughs> Sweep the leg. If you remind me of um that, that of like Futurama where they've got the on Mars, just no. me. Oh, what? Where, they, where, they, where they've got the giant, the bugs on Mars. Yes, yeah, yeah. The, the and cow they, bugs. They, they, oh, yes. they eat the bug legs. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that that kind of thing. So we could put it on the barbecue and like put some like buffalo sauce on, and yeah. Actually, anyway. I think I even remember that one. See, and then everyone just, just I swear, if we were all in the room, you'd be staring blankly at me. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We'd Come be on, doing guys. That anyway, we should be better at pop culture references than this. <laughs> Ah, oh, and uh, as the creature starts to kind of dissolve into the floor a little bit with all of its acid build-up, Jessar's voice comes over the, uh, comes out across the arena and goes, Ah, oh, congratulations to Guns Don't Kill People Dragons, do they have defeated the second round. All the creepy, crawly, nasty things are, well, very much dead. Let's hear it for them. Do you want to see them go into round three? Maybe this lot will finally reach our champion, no? <laughs> and the crowd, yeah, start to cheer. That was uh, impressive. Nice. I think, uh, yeah, Tommy's going to stand there and spin his pistols round in his hands to the crowd, doing some little um, little gunslinger tricks. Mm. Um, do, me, uh, do me a performance. Okay. Not great at that, but we'll give it a go. 17. 17, you know what? Your little uh, tricky show after uh, kill, being the one to land the killing blow, you get quite a few cheers. Yeah, they all start uh, chanting, guns don't kill people, dragons do. Nice. I'm going to blow the smoke off each pistol, and then I'm going to make my way over to um, to Solara and help Sophia, I'm assuming. Well, I'm going to uh, take a slight of hand check, see if I can get a bit of side boob. <laughs> what did you help her up? Go, go for it. Slide a hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. Damn it. <laughs> She's gonna roll Defense. <laughs> She's gonna roll an insight. <laughs> the nineteen. She, she sees what you're to... about to do and kinda of puts her hand on yours and goes. Maybe in private, love. Okay. <laughs> uh, and she hands you the uh, the greater healing potion back. Goes, but thank you for saving my life. No, you're welcome, hun. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go for the side boob. You know, <laughs> Tommy doesn't want to get accused of nothing. <laughs> for once, uh, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> there, there might be one or two witnesses. <laughs> what? A few thousand. Thousands of people. She, she, she was ill. So you took advantage by... <laughs> yes, I know. I know it doesn't make me better. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to kind of... I probably, we probably can't hear each other over the roaring of the crowd. I'm just going to kind of look over to Rogar, check he's okay, because I know he took a pretty, pretty big hit as well. He, yeah, he's I'm quite be, acidy. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of be picking myself up, because I'm kind of hoping my armor stood up a bit better than Solara's regular clothes, so... Yeah, yeah her it's not it's not molded into my skin at least. <laughs> well, no, but it's a, some of it's a bit warped from the acid, but uh, you know it's it's still in one piece. Yeah, I might have to get that fixed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with the crowd cheering and you guys picking yourselves up, dusting yourselves off, and patting yourselves on the back, I think that's where we end the episode. Nice. My uh, final action was a boob grope. It was. Yep. That's excellent. That's what people will go away from this episode remembering. Right, I got yeah. my Twitter. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, well done, you lot. I wasn't sure how that fight was going to go. Did you honestly think, think we would die? I, I didn't th- think I you'd it's... die, but it, uh, that that forty-four damage on the acid breath was worse than I expected you to take. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was pretty brutal. I think I think it's quite nice for us. It's refreshing because this is the first fight we've been into like fresh for a little while. It's mm. quite yeah. nice to to have abilities at our disposal again. Mm. Yeah, you can kind of see how good we are, we we really are, but it, that also was quite tough because it dealt a fuck ton of damage. Yes, <laughs> but it was also fairly fairly easy to hit. Yeah. Yeah. So although it had quite a lot of hit points, um, we just had to keep chipping away at it really. Um I don't know what it would have been like in combat. We didn't actually see it hit anyone, we just saw it spit on people. So uh, its attacks were reasonably nasty, but its breath was the worst thing, if I could yeah. get it lined up. But, uh, oh well. Oh, I hope you and our uh, listeners enjoyed tonight. I, I, I certainly did. Tom yeah, me had too. a good time. <laughs> I don't get any boobs, so no. Ah, uh, sad times. Yeah. Well, well, thank you everyone for listening. This was Gunpowder Treason No Plot. If you want to chat with any of us, you can find me as at Treason No on Twitter and all of this lot on their uh, character Twitters with uh, basically their character name with GTMP at the end of it. And we are available on basically every podcast provider out there, you know. It's kind of hard to miss us at this point. Yeah, uh, if you if you want a list or you're looking for one, check us out on our WordPress site. Um, indeed, there is there should be a list of all the providers we're with at the moment. Yeah, and uh, I think that's everything from me. If you guys want to say your goodbyes, yeah. Uh, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling Podcast. You can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art of Podcasting and at LAOW Podcast, and they're available on all good podcast providers. And if you fancy meeting me, maybe one day, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire. I think you should just, like, record that bit, Uncle, and you can just press play at the end. (laughs) 
see if you have to sit out each time. Yeah, it'd probably take me longer to find out on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> true. I think that'd be quite funny though. Wait, I've got my bit. Just, just hang on. Um, as, as for me, as usual, you can't find me anywhere. I'm not even on this plane of existence. But fortunately, I can be reached by my compatriots through Skype. Although I'm not going to tell you what that is. Um, yeah. In the meantime, I have been beavering away at yet another webcomic, which will be featured with the release of this episode. So do, do, do go check out our WordPress site to um, see the latest episode of Gun Predators and No Plot off the table and find out what our, well, the miniature versions of our characters have been up to. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the letter R, such as reward, like the reward Jessar King owes us. I think you got your award, didn't you? Well, you know? tried to get a reward and got tried oh. to get a reward. Yeah, <laughs> not the one from Jessar King. Yeah. No, and she did say maybe in private. So yeah, exactly. So that, that things are looking up. Sounds yeah. like a reward to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a little be a little bit tender at the moment because you know all the acid. <laughs> she, might, she might need to, you know, some a massage. Yeah. Yeah. Calamine lotion. Hmm. Well. Maybe we'll find out next episode. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> or are we saving that for the Christmas special as well? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the porn. <laughs> GTMP does porn. Um, uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and uh, I hope you tune in again next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. See ya.